Because it was only ever in one theater in Canada. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Um, best musical I've ever seen. And I've seen Wicked with Chris with Idina Menzel, but not Kristen Chenoweth. Oh. I, I, when I saw Wicked, it was in Chicago, so it was with, with neither. But it was good. However, I and did. Lord of the Rings is still. Did I ever tell you the story? Did I ever tell you the story about Young Frankenstein? No. You told me many stories about Young Frankenstein. I don't know if it's this one. Okay. So, <laughs> I went to go see Young Frankenstein on Broadway. Uh-huh. It was okay, wonderful. Okay, no, because every conversation has been about the movie. <laughs> no, Young Frankenstein is super fun. Uh-huh. If you ever get the chance Shock. to see it, because I know it's touring. Um, but Roger Bart was was in it, and so was um, from SCTV. Andrea Martin was mm-hmm. playing Frau Blucher. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sutter Fo- Sutton Foster was playing Inga. And, mm-hmm. Uh, first off, I was waiting for my friend by the wrong door. <laughs> so I was watching Roger Bart go inside looking at me like death. <laughs> Get away from oh, the yeah. stage door. What are you doing? I'm like, I'm just waiting for someone. I'm sorry. I almost didn't recognize him, too. Andrea Martin was super sweet. He's like, hi, how are oh, you? Oh, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> now, I was behind Roger Bart um, at a bakery, mm. like around the corner from where like school housing was. I didn't say a word to him, but I must have had recognition on my face. Right. Because he happened to, to like, turn and see me. Death look. He's not a fan of people recognizing him. No, not he doesn't a like fan. It. He doesn't like it at all. <laughs> you want to be, like, a star. And you kind of are. People kind of know who you are. You did Hostel too, where we watched you get your nuts cut off, which is amazing. But you don't I want only people had to eyes for one you. person in the hostel. Too, I know thank you. we only had <laughs> eyes for Victor Crumb. Yes. Anyway, but no. So at the state theater here, at the, at the big theater where all the shows are here, uh, seats are double uh, are A to Z, then double A. Right. My seats were a row double K, in in New York. In New York, they go A double A. So I'm close enough to the stage to count the pores on Megan Mullally's nose. <laughs> oh my God. It's the best thing. No wonder these seats were so fucking expensive. <laughs> I'm like, but I'm just sitting in. I thought it was. I thought I was going to be way further back than that. Nope, nope, right up there. It was the best fucking thing. <laughs> the Transylvania mania and shit. <laughs> so anyway, callbacks to Gene Wilder. <laughs> but yeah, so that's my that's my young Frankenstein story. Besides the fact that I went to go with one friend. Salty now. Thank you. I'm so sorry. Oh, you can take what you like to try out of context. What's like happening? 
Sure. Do you like, Do you like black licorice? Yeah. Okay. That's an important right. distinction okay. that you didn't make, which was fine because I like both. Yeah. Whoa. That is double salted licorice. This is pure salt. Very much. It, it's just the outside. Yeah. Like once you get past the salt layer, it, it tastes like candy. Why but did they salt so this? Long. Because they salted it twice. They salted it twice. Why did they salt this twice? Because, well, first off, I do like salted licorice, but not necessarily this double salt stuff. This is something I need in very small amounts. But it's a very European. <laughs> it's, it's like um, it like, like went sour patch kid in my mouth. It, it kind of does. It kind of does. Hang on, we'll get you something to kind of cut the taste. Of is it, yeah, <laughs> the the taste cut is is really like it pairs surprisingly well. It's not it salted at all. Okay. And it's much softer. It's okay. much softer, but not as soft as you think it would be. It's oh pomegranate blueberry, this one. Oh. It's delicious. <laughs> Soda is probably also kill, a good idea. As I kill mm. my co-host. <laughs> yeah, you well, need to... Well, I'm going to kind of go raise a <laughs> You need to talk for a couple hours. Let me pour salt in your throat. Like... <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's a very, like... Northeastern awesome, European. Right? Yeah, the, the pomegranate blueberry is very good. Yeah, this is That's an Australian one, I yeah. think. The double salt is, I think, German, somewhere in that area. Oh, those fucking sadists. Right. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> a little better. Not, Returning to normalcy. Yeah. Now, I do like salted licorice. He bought the double salt, and I'm like, you could have got the one with less salt, but no, you decided to punish me for some dumbass reason. Why? Because husband? he knows you like it. Why? Yeah, no, he does. Because I'm a horrible. I've never heard of salted licorice ever. Yeah, it's actually I never I had like, double. I've like, never had double before. Well, maybe I maybe just plain salted licorice is great. They do. That we got those lot. at World Market. We got those at World Market. Okay. So they do have just regular and like half the salt. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you can get those there. The Kinder Bueno minis are also very good, but I think Ooh. if we eat those, Scott will kill us. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he also bought a couple of like. Uh, Dutch, like Dutch, not Dutch chocolate, Belgian chocolate candy bars, and he ate them both. That bastard. <laughs> oh, but, okay. Yeah, so we went on a candy binge, and my pancreas is still not thanking me. <laughs> so, so, all right. So, tell us, tell us about nails. Oh wait, we haven't done this yet. Hi, kids. It's Candy Coat and Razor Blades. I'm your host, Bob, and I like to trim my nails. Thank you very much. And here are my co-hosts, Stephanie and RC. Stephanie, please don't die. That looks on your face. <laughs> I am here. I am present in the moment. <laughs> Please the introduce salty, yourself. Salty moment. The salty moment. I'm oh. RC, and I may also need a sedative. <laughs> and I'm Stephanie, and I too was haunted by random people last night. <laughs> <laughs> but did you catch them on camera? No, I did not. I I saw us. Oh, I, I finally I, saw us, and I've watched it four times since we bought it because yeah. I was so in- obsessed. It's I need so to get it. I, I need to get it. I started watching it and then got really frustrated because uh, the, the one I have doesn't have subtitles. Oh, oh no. And then between that and the, the uh, window AC running, like I could process yeah. no audio. So Ooh. I got like 15 minutes in. I was I'm not like very you. far. And I went, nope, can't do it. I'll, yeah. I'll Put headphones in and do this later. Yeah, I watched it two times the night we we bought it. And then I've watched it two more times since then. So that's like four times in 48 hours. But that combined with nails in my brain last night made this Uh wonderful salad (laughs) of just creepy people that look like those that I love and myself um, stalking me in my bedroom. 
So it was a good time. Delightful. Mm-hmm. It sounds Delightful. like a good time. I'm oh, yeah. kind of glad I don't remember my dreams, actually. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us why you chose this movie, R.C. Uh, this was another one that was on Netflix that I just happened to watch on a whim and was like, oh, this kind of went places. Like, it's not it's not super unpredictable. Right. But because the way I was watching it, I wasn't looking to see what happens. I just kind of was along for the ride. And it was surprisingly enjoyable. And I don't think we've done Irish horror yet. We have not. I, I know we haven't done Irish horror we did do Canadian <laughs> yes. before that I forgot about, but we had not done Irish, so good on you, because I'd been threatening to do shrooms. I love shrooms. <laughs> I love stitches. Stitch- I, oh. I also love stitches. Yeah. Stitches was good, but it felt a little lacking. The problem that I have with stitches is that I just have this, like, base need to laugh at anything that Ross Noble does. <laughs> well, that's fair. But, I yeah. mean, you get away with that for certain things. I mean, when stages. you're a comedian, yeah. 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 Like, um, it worked for his character in this, because yeah. he wasn't supposed to be, well, he was supposed to be kind of creepy. Right. But not, like, in Stitches, where he's the main antagonist. Right. Yeah. Wait, who was he in this one? The doctor? He was the nurse. Oh, he's the, n- really? He changed. He did not change. <laughs> Who the hell am I thinking of? <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking of someone totally different. Wait, 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 wait. I mean, his hair might be a little bit different, but that's it. Hold, please. Hold, yeah, I know. Continue talking. Discuss while I look this, this up. Coffee talk. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll give you a topic. <laughs> the Civil War was neither civil nor war. Discuss. <laughs> I'm really curious to see who you could possibly be thinking of. Yeah. Because it isn't Ross Noble. Are you thinking of Noel Fielding? No, I was thinking of Ross Noble, and he did change quite a bit. I do not agree. <laughs> no, 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 here. This is what he looked like when he Yeah, when he, was on, right. when he was on QI. Right. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't recognize him with facial hair. Well, that that happens. But, okay, I don't recognize my own. Bundy parted his hair different hair. and got away for a huge chunk of time. Yeah, that's true. He also wasn't really funny. He, it's a horror he, movie. I well, I know that. <laughs> but he's also a stand-up comedian, and I've seen all of his stand-up, and it's fun. And then I saw Stitches, and it was funny. And then I didn't recognize him in this. I'm like, you're not funny. Why are you? You're you losing comedian cred. <laughs> doesn't necessarily have to be funny all the time i know i mean look at how hard we ride jordan peele's dick true um, which is deserved it is not saying it isn't i i i love i'm sorry oh my god i love and peele more than words can say and i quote it on a daily basis but after seeing us i'm having a real difficult time looking at his face because something behind that face in that brain creates what it creates yeah. and it it gives i've looked at people weird today I'm, I'm just, oh my gosh i i had a tough time i have a tough time now like where did you come from oh no who are you who are you really <laughs> but yeah no i that was ross noble i was thinking of i just did not recognize him at all i don't think he really changed that much he did have a, like a little bit of facial hair, but and I, 
maybe I just didn't recognize him because he didn't have his hair down. That's a strong possibility. Yeah, and yeah. and he had facial hair, mm-hmm. which I did not recognize him with. So good on you. Like instant disguise. Well, I say instant when it takes like two, three weeks. So, but whatever. <laughs> For you, maybe. <laughs> oh yeah. It, it doesn't really take me that long to grow a lot of to grow facial hair, but it takes me a long time to grow a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Like this took uh, what a year and a half, and now I just keep it trimmed. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is like four like weeks. Yeah, I know. three months. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> well, my my hair, my facial hair is also pretty brittle, mm. so I try to keep it moisturized, but it still it snaps and breaks and things and whatever. And you know, conditioning doesn't always help. So I try. I try. <laughs> Poor little beard. Poor little beard. Anyway. Beard care is important, kids. It is. Beard care is important, kids, because we like the beard. I especially like but the beard on my taint. For the please love wash of it. God. Oh, my God. Please wash wow. your facial hair. We, we've went the taint washing. <laughs> I meant Here we are. Well, you should also I, taint your, wash you, your taint. You should. Still. You should. But I was talking about washing your beard. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm on the same track as you. And well, then all right. of a sudden we got, please no. wash your taint. No, 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 no. <laughs> He was talking about beard, and I was saying that I like the beard on my taint, and he said, please wash it at the same time, yes. and then it got straight. <laughs> Very no, quickly. wash your beard and your taint, and then uh, and rub them together. I mean... If you can rub them wash together... Wash someone else's taint. God bless. Your beard on that. You, you can go. make a lot of money. You can. I if mean, you look can at, rub your beard and your taint together. What's his face? Look what the hedgehog did. What is his name? The what? What? Oh, uh, what's his name? Are you talking about Ron Jeremy? Yes. They called him the Hedgehog. Because <laughs> <laughs> he was all super hairy and could suck his own dick. And he had that weird hair, like 70s hair that kind of stuck out when he did it. I was unaware that he sucked his own dick. Yeah. I was unaware of that. He could do that. He okay. was known for doing that. Oh, I yeah. just thought he was known for... Being Ron Jeremy. Being Ron Jeremy. Yeah, 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 just his dick. His dick is impressive. The fact that he could suck it also very much impressive, and that's why people like it. I mean, he also has permanent lube because he doesn't shower. He is a a a very greasy person. He's a filthy little man. He still gets it in. Good for you, Ron Jeremy, but... Right? mm, I mean, not for for me. For some people, grunge is a thing. Yes, absolutely. I'm just saying, not for me. Not for me. No, please shower. I will shower... You will shower and wash your beard, and then your beard can then touch my taint, and it's fine. It's fine. We're done now. Talk about the movie. Give me a <laughs> So, after that weirdness, let's get into this different weirdness. The cast um, has been in, uh, ignoring Ross Noble, because he's Ross goddamn Noble. Right. The cast of Nails has been in weirdly like specific things, most of them with each other. Hmm. Well, because it's the Irish yeah. film community. So, Shauna McDonald as Dana Milgram, known from The Descent and for some reason The Last Jedi. Who was she in The Descent? I write down. Go- Google it while I keep going. I'm Googling. Keep going. Steve Wall as Steve Milgram from the upcoming uh, The Witcher movie, um, My Foolish Heart, which I've never heard of, mm-hmm. but it was hmm. on the list, and the show Vikings. Oh, she was one of the main that. characters. Okay. If that's what you're looking up. I don't remember which one. Generic white girl. That's, right. That's I guess. the yeah. cast of the movie. It's know. it's that, the kid, and the monsters. That's it. That's the whole movie. She played Sarah in the sure. descent. 
you could say any generic white girl sounding <laughs> name, and I would agree. She was, <laughs> I believe Sarah's the main character. Okay. What? I believe. Hang on. Sure. Hang on. Cast me. Where's the cast? I don't know shit about yeah. names Her in and movies. Juno. Shauna McDonald is the main character. Natalie Mendoza played Juno. She's the other lead. What? So I didn't even recognize her. No. Not at all. She does look very different. She does. She does. Um, Leah McNamara as uh, Gemma Milgram from Vikings, which basically most of the cast has been in Vikings. So Vikings was shot in Ireland. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Um, but <laughs> Leah has also been in a ton of UK TV specifically. Okay. Um, Ross Noble as Trevor Holmes, known from being Ross fucking Noble. Like, yeah. I mean, we get that. He's hysterical. Um, and then we get to Richard Foster King as Eric Nelson slash Nails. He has been in a total of four things. One I didn't write down for some reason. A short called Lawnmower. This. And something called It Never Sleeps. And that's it. That's his entire IMDb history. Well, fuck me running. <laughs> oh, hey, Shauna McDonald is Malaysian born. Interesting. She's a Scottish actress born in Malaysia. Hmm. How hmm. funny. I know. Very, very, very epipoo. Serendipitous, if you will. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> We've lost our minds. Let's go. Keep it going. Okay. So, uh, that's all I have written down for the cast. Everyone else was either irritating or not super important. Right. Um, the only other real characters are the director of the hospital, uh, a doctor, and thought there was a third one. I don't think there's a third one. Did you mm. bring up Ashley? Yeah, the, the, the oh, supposed... Yeah, um, the Ashley. The, the supposed... I always forget that she's a character and not a I know. plot device. Yeah, yeah she kind of she's doesn't have a lot to do. She's very really. much of both. She has like she has like four lines. Dana is paralyzed and is, ve- is in a very stressed emotional state right now. Shut up, you whore. <laughs> <laughs> Another amazing oh, line. <laughs> oh, we hate that word, but still it was it was used well. Mm. Go. It, it was it was used under basically extreme it duress. Was. It was under not well not duress. She wasn't forced to say it, but it was under extreme stress. Yes. So there you go. Alright. Plot me. So Dana Milgram, a track coach and fitness enthusiast, is struck by a hit-and-run driver while crossing the road. She briefly dies, but is uh, revived by paramedics. When she wakes up in the hospital, her body is battered, her legs are paralyzed, and she's connected to a medical ventilator through a tracheal tube. Which, obviously, will come up later, and is not okay. No. Unable to speak, she is forced to use a speech synthesis program. This ends up becoming a major plot point. She doesn't use it all the time, but it's a solid 90% of the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's only a couple of times when she uses her actual voice and it's very weak and you it's can tell squeaky. that it's yeah, yeah, you can tell that it's a lot of effort for her to use it. Um, probably because she has a tube in her neck. Yeah. Uh, her husband Steve helps her adjust to the program in a like the funniest fucking things where autocorrect it just right. <laughs> doesn't even get close <laughs> to what she's trying to type. <laughs> uh, and reassures her that he will attempt to get her back home soon. That mm-hmm. night, Dana believes that someone entered her room. The nurse assistant, Trevor, 
checks the room for her in the morning and is kind of a condescending douche about it. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. He, he, like, checks under the bed and is like, well, there's no one here. Like, yeah. that's the only place. And certainly not the giant person-sized closet in front but of But then he right. does open that closet. And this is my biggest talking point. <laughs> <laughs> that closet is straight out of a haunted house. It is. Yes. It is. What is that? Did you see the lighting creepy in hospital? Curse. Oh. I, I have other questions because that, that closet is like very deliberately placed at the foot of her bed. Yeah. It yeah. was never used other never than, you used. know, being a portal. Right. The freaking doors look like something out of Labyrinth. And then you open it and it's creepy ripped red brocade wallpaper. <laughs> and, you know, just weird designs. And everyone thinks that's cool. Everyone thinks that's chill. Yeah. I mean, was that closet built for another set? Was something else supposed <laughs> to happen there? I mean, what the Mm-mm. fuck? Mm-mm. No, no. Um, first off, there's no other red brocade in this hospital anywhere. No. Redesign the inside of that fucking closet. Get new doors. For what I wish they did is had two of the closet mm-hmm. where one is normal wood and then when... Um, Spoiler alert, Nails comes out of the closet thing. Yeah. Um, when he comes out of it, had it then been the red brocade, I would have been way more into it. Um, I yeah. would agree. Yeah. But why is there red brocade in a hospital to begin with? Uh, exactly. It's not like this used to be something else. It was always a hospital. It's like the Maitlands drew the door <laughs> with chalk and created this doorway. I was hunting down Beetlejuice shit on Amazon all day. Go. <laughs> it looks like the Maitlands made that door. You yeah. know, it just it has nothing to do with it. And then I have another question. Why did he try to stop it with a wheelchair? Well, that <laughs> and the outside of the building looks relatively modern. Mm-hmm. The inside looks like something from a world war. Yeah. It like, looks like something that's they, left over from the 40s with the bad lighting. And he's like, we have cloth wiring. Yeah. They do kind of address that because yeah. they do say that that floor is different than the rest of the hospital. So I think the rest of it uh, had been renovated and like, that floor had Like what kept them from from renovating that floor? The rats? Apparently they have rats the size of Cocker Spaniels. No. That would stop me. <laughs> no. Oh. No, no, no. I mean, rats are nothing to be afraid of. The but, size of Cocker Spaniels they are. That's why, well, you get, yeah. that's why you get the chew toy and you throw it and they run after it like idiots. And then you lock the door behind them. I've seen they... Willard. <laughs> <laughs> Bite. Oh my god. Oh, I can't believe we haven't done Willard yet. Do we want to do the original or the remake? I've never seen either. <gasps> what? So I lied. You ju- oh, yeah, you What's just said. I read the book. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I I have the book, but I've never seen the movie. I paid a pretty fucking penny for that book too. Oh. It was the first printing after it was renamed to Willard from mm-hmm. Ratman's Notebook. Oh, nice. That book cost me, and it's this it's this big. Yeah. That book. It's cost not a long me, book. No, it, considering its age and considering its condition. I actually didn't get too bad a deal on it. I got I paid sixty five bucks for it. Wow! Yeah, that's but not it's terrible. This big book. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it, but for an antique. Well, yeah, yeah. You know, you know, yeah. first printing t- sort of thing. Yeah, technically second printing when they renamed it because of the movie. Right. But yeah, it, I I have it. It's a wonderful book. Um, 
you'll never trust a rat again. That, I've never trusted a rat up to this point. Yeah, I like rats. Anyway. Most of the time, I think they're really cute. But if they're the size of a full grown ass dog, then there is a different issue, I want, and I will have a problem. I want a Gambian pounced rat. See, he likes them so much that he knows all the species. Gambian pounced rats are the size of okay. a small dog. Capybara? No, no, a capybara is about this big. Yeah, about the about the length of this table. A uh, 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 Gambian pounced rat is probably about thirteen pounds. So the small dog. Mm. About the size of a probably a Frenchie, and it's got cheek pouches like a hamster. It's adorable. However, um, they're All also the super smart. You, you can't leave them alone. You have to have like lumber yards to keep their teeth down. And yeah, this sounds like a pet that I want. Yeah, yeah, but they also won't allow them in Ohio because of that whole monkeypox thing that was going around about a decade oh, ago. Yeah. yeah, so you can't really have them without a license. Um, but also, they used to train them to hunt out mines. Because okay. they're rats. Because they're rats. But, but be, and they're smart, and they're rats, therefore expendable. Mm. So I'm like, mm. but they're adorable. I don't have time to babysit a rat, so I, will I don't have be, time to babysit me. I will not be quitting my job to make sure my rat doesn't destroy my house. <laughs> so I don't think I'll have a Gambian pounce rat as as much as I would like one. <laughs> so anyway, continue with the plot. And where the hell was I? Uh, the closet. Uh, says no patients have in the wing have wandered in. Um, when Dana insists that a man is harassing her, she she is assigned a psychiatrist, Doctor Stengel. Uh, as Steve insists that the hospital staff take better care of her, Dana's daughter Gemma, Gemma, damn it, different countries, mm-hmm. uh, explore the hospital unaware that a ghostly figure has observed her. Ooh, ghostly. Sorry. Nails, the character, yeah. is one of the only CGI-esque um, effects in this movie that I liked. There are more than him. Yeah. And it's not all of him. It's I didn't basically even really just, notice it's his face. CGI. Really? I didn't. We'll talk about it. Because Maybe because I was watching it at work. There's one part that I want to talk about because it bothered me how bad it was and it didn't have to be. Right. <laughs> there you go. I get it. Um, but other than when it gets really close into his face, like when you see him in a hallway or when you see him in passing, I mm-hmm. think the, the CGI coupled with what I assume is that one actor who's amazing. Right. Um, the one who did mama and like a jillion other things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I assume it's him. I don't know, but I assume it is, mm-hmm. um, combined with that. Uh, I think it's really, really good. Like, I like most of the effects in this, except for the one part that we'll talk about later. Right. Yeah, it was. It wasn't bad. I mean, the, the practical effects for makeup were good. The the character design was certainly quite creepy. Oh, I enjoyed definitely. That. I, the kind of that whole. It was very. It was very Hellraiser esque. Kind of, yeah. It's it very, very Clive Barker in what in what they did to him, because you're talking about this character where they get when they go into it later on, they they tell you how he died. Uh, it doesn't match up with how he died at all. It's more like kind of this just hellish reflection yeah. of, of his spirit, you know, and what he was doing and why he looks the way he does it. But it, even then it doesn't kind of match up to what he did either. It's just this. I thought we were even exactly sure what he did. You're kind of told, but it's never really confirmed. You're told some of it, but there's plenty of like 
opposing evidence. Yeah, there is. Yeah. But so, so but you've got this face that is very Hellraiser. It's mm. very Cenobite. Um not as S and M, obviously. True. Oh, the Cenobites are S and M gloriousness. Um I don't know about the skin peeling. Maybe not. <laughs> I mean, some people like that sort of thing. I've heard of the sure. Hellfire Club doing the whole, you know, tying a test, tying testicles really tight and then going yip up the front with a razor blade, just watching them pop out. People yeah. like that sort of thing. Don't ask me why. Stop hitting the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Envelope, damn it. <laughs> anyway, no, it's the 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 characterization and the makeup effects of, of people was done really very well. Mm-hmm. Um, I will not compare this to the Descent performance from our lead, uh, because the Descent was so much better than this. I have, I have to say it. I think a lot of that, in contrast to um, the autopsy of Jane Doe, I think that she was really limited in what she could do. Mm-hmm. Um, the the contrast being, in the autopsy of Jane Doe, the character did nothing. Right. And, and was very creepy. This one had to do some things. And I think that had she been able to do nothing, like had she been fully paralyzed. Yeah. Paralyzed from the neck down. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I think it would have made her performance better. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, I mean, she was great at not moving the lower half of her body. That's absolutely. Fine. Yeah. Um, but it almost seemed like because she couldn't move the lower half, she didn't know what to do with the upper half. So there are some scenes later on where, you know, we have some obvious effects failures. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll talk about those. I'll later. say that they're pretty minor. They unless you're looking minor. for them. They are pretty minor. One was really fucking glaring. Though, yeah. Uh, that I have to talk about later when we get to it. But um, overall, you know, effects wise and characterization wise, this movie succeeded. It really did. You know, you've got the, the daughter who's concerned about her mom. Although there's probably this subplot where she's a lesbian and she's right getting ready to come out. That never happens. You just kind of see this girl come through and she's kissing her. And I'm like, okay. Uh, over, over the video chat with mom. Yeah. That was, was like, that oh, was well, what do face? I say now? That was Amanda though. Was that Amanda? You mean Ashley? Ashley. Was that Ashley? I'm Ashley like, was a student. I'm like 90% sure that was Ashley. Okay. I cannot speak to it. I genuinely am not sure. I'm gonna have. I to I, I think my I I kind of assumed it was Ashley, but because I thought that was just a friend from school, maybe that was Ashley. Maybe it's because she's so much younger that she thought Dad was having an affair. Blah blah blah. Possibly, possibly. Yeah. Um, but that also seemed very strange, you know, with with you know, the daughter talking and then Ashley coming in and just kissing her and saying, "I can't wait to have you as my coach," you know. So yeah, so it was definitely Ashley. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I can get where there's paranoia going on. Mm. Yeah. Plus, she's alone. Her husband cannot spend all, all that time with her. He has to go home. He has to take care of the daughter. Um, and with the insurance. And with the insurance, you know, which is apparently driving him nuts. Um, and, you know, there's this new woman who's either part of the daughter's life mm-hmm. or part of the husband's and you're never quite sure which there's a lot of ambiguity in this film. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I can see where she's going a little nuts cause I would do, you know, I'm trapped there with my own head. 
That's got to play a lot into it. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the first part of the movie, you know, she's writing this real depressive yeah. kind of journal, you know, to get, like get her thoughts out. <laughs> yeah, you know. Day 18 in my personal hell. Yeah. Right. You know, just so right. she's deep into her head, you know, well, from and, the get. And you can see that because I can I can even I, you understand it because she was so physical. She's used to, yeah. you know, just mobility in general, mm-hmm. let alone being an athlete. And now she's in a bed and cannot move. You know, that's going to be depressing. Cannot breathe. Cannot breathe on her own. Right. So, you know, you're going to be depressed with that. Yeah. You know, um, just a lack of mobility is a common cause of depression in people. And my grandmother, when Mm. she started having to use a walker, just went downhill. Mm-hmm. In terms of her mental health, she was consistently depressed because she couldn't get around the way she wanted to. When she got arthritis in her hands and couldn't knit or couldn't cross mm-hmm. stitch, she was very upset about that too. She couldn't do the things she loved anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's going to be depressing. And that's going to make you sit and, and stew in your head, especially if you can't move and you're stuck without people who care. She didn't have her safety net. So yeah, I can kind of see where she would get a little paranoid. You know, I'm already here alone. Are you going to leave me for good? Right. Shit like that. So, yeah, I get it. Anyway, continue. There we go. Uh, after an incident in which her ventilator fails, which this I'm going to talk about as soon as I actually mm-hmm. finish the sentence, <laughs> the hospital is forced to take Dana's claims more seriously. Okay, so I don't know how common this is. Yeah. As a very young child, I had many, many breathing issues. Mm-hmm. I was on, like, nine medications a day just to make sure I could breathe. Right. So now... Whenever anything happens where breathing is called into question, mm-hmm. I start very nearly like hyperventilating. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I just have to keep breathing and just to remind myself that this is in the movie and that uh-huh. I can still breathe right. and that everything's fine. Uh-huh. So like I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm really glad that I was in my room alone with my dog because people would see me just suddenly like laser focus on the monitor and then just start breathing like very methodically <laughs> and consistently because I was like so oh my god I'm glad you were in your murder attic when you did that yeah <laughs> it's, it's a big issue that's interesting yeah you should be the subject of someone's book <laughs> but I mean right. it's not <laughs> I would say that it's not that uncommon because like if I'm smoking weed uh-huh. I will occasionally hold my breath with the person who's taking a toke so it's not, it's kind of like, we just, we just like to breathe in sync with one another. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. even if we're watching it on television, it's like, oh, please breathe. Yeah. I'll breathe with <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, I mean, when, yeah. when somebody on TV or in a movie is like, okay, hold your breath or, you know, take a deep breath. I, nine times out of ten, will yeah. end up doing it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's just because, you know, breath is life. Yeah. You know, and, and it's like, okay, you hear those commands. <laughs> Even though they're talking to someone else, you're doing it yourself. It's yeah. a thing. It's 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 a common thing. It really is. I don't even know if there's a, a real psychological term for it, but it's like everybody wants to breathe, and kind of everybody wants to breathe on the same in, rhythm in sync. Because yeah. otherwise, you'll, it's much easier to see that something is wrong. Exactly. Is now not exactly. Uh-huh. Oh, oh, you're breathing funny. Okay, let's get you to the to the doctor. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or you're wheezing, or you're not breathing. What? What's going on? Yeah. Can I help you? What, you know, clear the airway, you know, all that first aid training we received in ninth grade, you know, 
that mm-hmm. we never caught up with unless we're an EMT. Nope. Uh, <laughs> but it, it makes watching um, not so much this, even though it is um, kind of a recurring thing where eventually she starts shutting off mm-hmm. her ventilator to train herself to, to breathe on her own. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, but it makes watching uh, specifically like shark movies mm-hmm. really weird because they're always underwater and then inevitably something happens and they can't get to the surface. <laughs> right. And I'm just like, God damn it. <laughs> What? But it's not even it's not even limited to that. Um, right. When there's when there's somebody like the the most common thing that I can think of isn't specific to like one show. So describing it's going to be complicated. Uh-huh. Uh, but when someone's in like a fire and they start having trouble breathing mm-hmm. because of the smoke, like my lungs start freaking out, uh-huh. and I'm like, ah, yep. <laughs> yep. shit. <laughs> but yeah. So it's a it's a big issue for yeah. me. Yeah, I get it. Uh, uh, so yeah, there is something we like. Yes. Back to the plot. <laughs> Though downing foul play, hospital director Elizabeth Leeming authorizes CCTV cameras to be installed in Dana's room and and kind of the hallway. It's not really clear because the layout of her room is very odd. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are... There, I'm pretty sure there were two cameras. There were two. Yeah. One was yeah. up above the door and one was on the opposite side. That's right. Next door, banging on walls can be heard in response to some of Dana's questions. Having a kind of makeshift conversation with what she believes to be another patient who is also unable to speak. The cameras do not capture the next attack either, where the same ghostly figure attempts to kill Dana. Dana's frantic emergency calls summon Trevor. The ghost leaves when Trevor enters. Though he says he saw nothing, he tells Leeming that he did feel a presence. That's kind of jumping around a bit, but sentence structure-wise, it made more right. sense. Um, Dana researches the hospital's past and learning that an orderly, Eric Nilsson, murdered several children before committing suicide. When she asks Trevor about this, she, he claims ignorance of Nilsson and tells her to speak with Dr. Stengel about uh, the hospital's history. She asks Trevor about the patient next door and finds out that an elderly woman who had a stroke, Ellie, is the one who's next door. Trevor finds some startling bruises on Dana, who panics and has to be sedated while pleading, he'll get me while I sleep. Mm-hmm. That, that scene was hard. That was a tough moment. That scene was hard, but it was also that special effects failure. For me. Because while she was moving around, her trach tube kept moving away from her trachea. Oh, I didn't see that. So I'm like... Can't anymore. I know you're an act- I know you're acting now. Right. I can't. I can't. Th- I can't take the scene seriously. I, I like the rest of the movie, but that one thing just brought me totally out of it. Mm-hmm. Totally I can out see of that. It. So, but yeah, she's she's wrestling around with him. You know, she's like, "Don't do this." And, don't, and don't he tie he arms. ties her down and then uh, yeah. gives her the sedative. Then gives her the sedative. Yeah. So that's that makes it even worse. I'm sure. Right. Um. She's like, "No, he'll get me while I sleep," and and she just fades. Yep. Yeah. But. In the meantime, I just watched you wrestling around, and you know your trach tube is no longer actually in your. <laughs> so yeah, that's a little bit of a problem for me. Emotionally, great, mm, and everything else not so much. Yeah. So, anyway, go forward. Uh, Stengel the next night reveals that Nilsson uh, was a former patient uh, who was then hired as an orderly once he was discharged. I don't know why. There we go. Um, because, oh, here it is. This way I wrote this sentence, like, fucked me up. Yeah, I um, 
Because he collected fingernails from the children's ward patients, he was given the nickname Nails. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and there was, there's actually more to it than that. They, there they is. go into the fact that he was obviously an abuse victim, but he apparently was neglected to the point where just his nails were insane and he would have self-inflicted wounds because of his nails and became obsessed with nails due to that abuse. And, yes. and he would then during the course of taking care of his children, of these children, of these kids uh, as an orderly would clip their nails and save the clippings. Uh, that's, that's not really explained other than the fact that he would injure himself with his own. Yes. So, but there's also a question as to whether or not he actually killed those kids. Yes. This is the thing that I was talking about earlier where, um, at, at, up until this point, um, and even really for a little bit after this, because I think the first one who says something is Trevor. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone just uh, acknowledges that Eric killed these kids. That's what happened beginning right. and end. And then people are like, but he was like really devoted to them. He so it's very kids. out of character for him. So they don't yeah. think he did it. But also not necessarily because he could be devoted to him. And, and the psychiatrist says that, you know, they they believe that he killed them and then killed himself. Yeah. To remove them from abuse because the children that he killed were abused. Yes. Um, but then there was the twist. Yeah. Which we'll get to. We'll, we'll get, get to, to that. Twist. Right the twist. What the twist? The twist, podcast. What's up, podcast? That's Frito. Oh, By I the get way. it mixed up. But Frito's <laughs> the one I see the most. So that's fair. By by the way, and I, I now told you, you need to go find uh, the twist by, oh shit, German dude. Klaus Nomi. Uh-huh. Seriously, you will never sleep again. <laughs> okay. I'm not even kidding you. Find the twist by Klaus Nomi and listen to it just before bed. No, don't do that. Don't. Yeah, why would don't I do that? that? Don't do that. Oh God, it's fucking creepy. Anyway, go ahead. Dana becomes convinced that Nail's ghost is haunting her and that Steve is having an affair with a new athlete, Ashley. Steve believes Trevor to be responsible for Dana's attacks, and Trevor himself is incredibly overworked, having mm-hmm. multiple jobs. He's he's a nurse, obviously, as right. we've seen him up until this point. Mm-hmm. Um, he also does a bunch of handyman stuff, which is how he knows that there's cloth wiring. Yep. He also has a full-on size bat yep. to fight <laughs> rats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. He's a jack of all trades. Master of none. Yeah, seriously, full on aluminum bat. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Gemma goes to talk to Ellie at uh, Dana's request to confirm that Nails is real while Steve argues with Trevor and the director, uh, Leeming. Don't know why I didn't write the name down there. Mm. Um, While Gemma tries to talk to Ellie, Ellie screeches and claws at the plastic surrounding her bed, which is the best way I could word that because I couldn't remember what the hell that was called. The 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 oxygen tent. Sure. Yes. Hi, hi, Frida. Hi. Uh, yes. Frida. <laughs> uh, hi. Plastic yes. surrounding her bed. Eyes milky and face bloodied, and Gemma goes and gets her dad, Trevor, and the director, and we return to Ellie's room to find that she has passed peacefully. We're gonna wait till Blake gets in. Hi, Blake. Hello. How are you? Good. 
There you go. Also, we only have three more paragraphs. Ooh, only three more paragraphs. Well, hot fun. damn. Ooh. <laughs> Look at that. Stop that. Though he helps her as he can, he exasperatedly tells her to seek help from her husband when Dana insists on being discharged from the hospital. Right. Nails, then, and this is, like, by far the creepiest scene to me. Right. Oh, yeah. Nails makes contact with Dana through her speech synthesis program, mm-hmm. threatening to kill her. Mm-hmm. And then we get to the part that took me out of it. When she asks why he's targeted her, specifically she says, what do you want from me? Uh-huh. Nails carves an answer onto her body, because I miss you. Mm-hmm. This is a CGI that was real bad. Oh, okay. Oh, it was yeah. so All bad. All right. I was yeah, about to say, okay. like, that's pretty dope, that whole situation. It because is. Because I miss you. The but the CGI was freaked amazing. you out. The right. CGI was just bad. Yeah. Like, that part, uh, I, it I mean, bothers I, me. I'm also a little, a little upset they went the Fred Krueger route with that. A little upset with the carving on the stomach. Eh. 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 It worked, I guess. It did. But yeah, you're right with the CGI. That was just fucking Yeah, that awful. one was real bad. Uh, I'm like, oh, Ireland Film Council, what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? Tell them to give them more money. Stuff. Right? Right? Get, get yourself some more grants. Separately, Trevor finds an old record for Dana under her maiden name. <gasps> the twist! The twist! The twist! Dana is revealed to have been one of the child patients that Nails tended, obviously not one of the ones he murdered. Trevor then sees live video footage where Nails attacks him. Nails then kills Trevor off screen, then mocks and kills Leeming, who has attempted to call the police. Mm-hmm. Look behind you. Maybe you should have remodeled the floor. You think? Get rid of that fucking brocade. This is not Saving Private Ryan. No, it's not. This is... a. Present tense movie. Right. <laughs> this is not, it's not the war. It's not right. the troubles. Fix your fucking floor. <laughs> Fix your goddamn paint. Make it brighter lit in there. Replace the goddamn wiring. It's out of code. Fix that shit. <laughs> Fix it. It's probably not. It's probably grandfathered in because my yeah. house has cloth wrapped wiring in it. it. Uh, uh, I'm working on getting it replaced, but okay. that shit is expensive. Oh, yeah. Mm. I bet it is. Mm. Ashley, who comes to the hospital to visit Dana with Steve and Gemma for some fucking reason. Because that's right. smart and really... Like, that. that is the thing that makes me think, yeah, they're fucking... They totally I would absolutely be like, I need you to get your, your freaking salty hoe ass up out of this room. Before I rip my trachea tube out and beat you with it. I would I would like lose my part, mind. The best part is that I bet that all of that would have been said through the speech synthesis uh-huh. program, Probably, which yeah. would have made it way funnier. Yeah. <laughs> Completely. Completely. Oh, yeah. No, you get your bitch ass out. Uh-uh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You don't belong here. You're not family. Visiting hours is for family. Bye. Leave. Bye. Bye. You skank. Yeah, dude. <laughs> No, no time for it. I, at I, all. I'm, I'm all about not slut shaming. However, man stealing, that's a problem. Man stealing is a big problem. Yeah. 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 Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I'm sorry, even being poly, you, th- there is the potential of man stealing. Precisely. Big, big thing, big problem with being in a poly relationship. Yeah. You know, I, you, everyone gets past it in their own way. Mm hmm. 
But man stealing is not on my list. Nope. Nope. No, 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 no. We share. Yes. We don't steal. We Sharing, share. not stealing. Exactly. God, I'm oppressively single. So. <laughs> after being accused of being a whore. <laughs> it's actually the next line. And sleeping with Steve. Ashley is possessed by Nails and kills Steve. Knowing that Nails will attempt to kill everyone, Dana tells Gemma to leave with her. Gemma refuses and forces Dana to come with her. Dana, who has been growing stronger by practicing breathing on her own, among other things, uh, has Gemma pull out the tracheal tube. Awful scene. Mm. I mean, well done, like, special effect-wise. Way better than the other ones that we've talked about. But goddamn, it was hard to watch. Yeah. Um, And put her in a wheelchair. The two race to escape the hospital as Nails kills the few remaining staff members, including Dr. Stengel. Uh, probably my favorite death yeah. was Dr. Stengel. Um, yeah. not, be- not because I had a grudge against him. I just think that the way that he died and the like cinematography behind it was really good. It was the coolest. Yeah. 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 Yep. I liked it. Uh, to save Gemma, Dana sacrifices herself. And Gemma suffers shock after seeing Nails murder Dana. Mm-hmm. Emergency workers attend to Gemma after she escapes the hospital, where they ask who is responsible, and all she can tell them is that Nails killed everyone. The final shot of the film shows Dana's hospital room with her laptop on the bed facing the camera. It slowly zooms into the laptop screen uh, that is displaying Dana on her bed from an angle of one of her CCTV cameras. Then, Nails, in living form, walks beside her and clips her fingernails. Finn. Okay, so, gross, so that ca- that so casts gross. shadow on the entire thing. Is this just a dream she's having while she's dying? Could be. You know, is Nail still alive? Is he just clipping fingernails for no reason? You know, because if that, I mean, maybe they, maybe the family put the camera in the room. Maybe the cameras were just there. Maybe she was never conscious. Maybe this is all a dream. Mm. Damn, I never, suck. I never put it in that category. I never thought I about that. I can't say that she was never conscious because there are some things that wouldn't make sense if she never was. Yeah. Example: the laptop being there. Right. If right. she was never conscious, the laptop wouldn't be there, and you wouldn't see that scene. Yeah, true. Dying, absolutely. But. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It, it could be really at any point. I mean. The nails thing could be her just being paranoid. Yeah. And, you know, he may still be alive or... or, And like this, the nails character and how and when he appears early in the movie, not so much later. Yeah. Early in the movie, uh, fucked me up like the fucking Moonlight Man from Gerald's Game. Mm -hmm. That was not okay. (laughs) No. No. No, that was not okay at all. He was not. No. 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 I tell you what, if this was all uh, some woman's um, dying, like hallucination, if that if that is like what my brain would do in the last moments of my life, I would be so mad at my brain. I know. I'm one hundred percent sure that the, that's exactly what my brain pissed. is going to do. <laughs> I know. I know. It's going to be this horrible nightmare of a film. Yeah, and then I'm going head. to haunt whatever building I'm lucky right. enough to die in. Right. Like, no. Nope, y'all earned it. You you let me die this way. Bye, bitches. Bye. Mm-mm. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Also, 
Hi. <laughs> Not about Now us. the fun begins. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Let us begin. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, Bob doesn't seek out hauntings. Right. I don't. Um, then why are you friends with RC? Because it's, it's he brings very... me to haunting movies that I wouldn't necessarily watch. <laughs> We've had, we've had this conversation several times because, yeah. like, the two things that Bob hates the most. Uh, hauntings, I wouldn't say hates, but he no, doesn't really hate. enjoy them. Uh-huh. But the yeah. thing that he hates the most is found footage movies. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. I love found oh footage God. movies. He ensures that we have good variety uh-huh. in the show. Uh-huh. Because it's not just me picking movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I... I don't love found footage movies but i definitely watch them when i come across them Mm -hmm. so i don't hate them so i I am switzerland in this scenario (laughs) i I absolutely hate found footage movies so we can can talk about it it's all good um (laughs) you're just going to anyway what's the point um, that or Clownado? Oh, God. Is it already out? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, <laughs> I just like threatening it. I, I think we should do I, I threatened, I threatened Clowntergeist for give how you long? A, I'll give you a heads up when yeah. I get the screener. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> not going to tell you. Yeah. not going to tell you when it comes out. I'll let you know, though. Yeah, thank you. Like I won't mm-hmm. set up um, a Google. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so, now, um... <laughs> Google alert for Clownado. Why? Why would you do <laughs> the that? only person on the know, planet? Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe and besides the producer Cheers. doesn't care. Yeah, about this. It would be me and Max, but we live in the same house. Right? No, like God, God bless Todd Sheets. Like I did that little write-up thing. Mm-hmm. Literally, like kept it as general as I could because I did. I don't like. I don't like shitting on people's work. Right. You know, but I, I've especially through these distribution companies, like I can see the, see what's coming down the pike, you know? So I kept as general as possible and God bless that man. He commented on my article, like, thank you for the support. We're going to (laughs) be like, look for this and this and this. And I'm like, you got it, mister. Like, Thumbs up emoji, no other text. (laughs) Like, when it it comes to, like, the nightmares thing, I don't like shitting on stuff that people haven't seen. Uh Uh-huh. If it's had a wider audience, if it's been out for a little while, I will shit all over it. Like, it's okay, you have reached the statute of limitations for my horrible review. The Conjuring was a hate fuck. The Conjuring was a hate fuck, and we will have hate fucks of episodes. Oh, we yes. absolutely will. I, I look forward to them occasionally, because if something is that bad, it needs it. Um, but if something isn't out yet, or if I'm getting, if I'm being allowed to see something that b- before it comes out, and occasionally that stuff does happen. I just haven't checked our email lately. <laughs> I'm horrible at it. Oh, my God. There was a time when I didn't check that damn thing for a year, and I'm like, what the fuck? Um so yeah, I have to go in and check emails. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I'll go in there and, and I'll I'll watch the stuff. And this was back when I was just writing the blog. It wasn't <laughs> us. I would go in and watch it. And I'm like, can I send this out to people? <laughs> and and I'm, I'm like, here, check this out. And that's all I would say. Uh-huh. And just, they're just so grateful. Uh huh. So grateful. And I'm like. I am not going to say whether or not I like this until a large number of people have watched mm-hmm. this. And then, or if, or if someone comes to talk to me about it in person, I will absolutely talk about it. 
in maybe not so glowing terms. Yeah, and, and I'll usually tell we people. We've done nightmares. Oh yeah, oh yeah, and we we've always been you know very not very often because no. nightmares is even the, incredible. Even the one movie I think I should have hated that didn't Camp to Three, to three and Two D. <laughs> um, Hi Matt. It again problematically enjoyable. Yes. <laughs> it's it's, it's, on, it's on Amazon. It is on Amazon. Oh, okay. okay. Check it out. Mm. Um, but like, set the SJW stuff down for. A yeah, while. You, you need to take like take your feminism ready. and and, and, and your it's, your it's causes to, and just totally, put them aside. They're totally valid, but just put them on pause for like an hour and a half. No mm-hmm. worries, I can do that. I do that often with movies and such. Yeah. yeah so, um, but anyway, going back to this movie. It wasn't perfect. It was certainly definitely not as good as The Descent if we're talking about the movies that the lead has been in. Um, she did a decent job. Mm-hmm. Um, she even, uh, you know, she, making her voice squeaky for being a tube, for having a tube in it. I don't know what kind of method acting she was doing, but if you were just like inhaling alum, go you. Um, but uh, yeah, definitely not her best work. I don't think it was anyone's best work. But it was enjoyable for what it was. I mean, it was probably Nails. He has four credits. Probably. Yeah. He, that's <laughs> that's going to feed him for like the next year now that it's on Netflix. Um, but I, I, I've i seen better haunting movies, though. Hmm. I, I have. You've brought me better haunting movies. While this was... We're talking about Don't Look Up. We are. Because actually. I'm like weirdly obsessed with that stuff. We are. Because that was a good movie <laughs> for a Japanese... For a 1970s Japanese haunting film. It's really well done. Really well done. I enjoyed it. Um, this one, what I liked about it the most is the premise. Mm-hmm. While we've done hauntings in hospitals before, the fact that this was a single room, a single closet, nobody outside of that room was really affected. You know, until later when when he was finally in full manifest. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just her and the ghost. And, and because of the, a previous connection. Right. Because of a previous connection that we did not know about until the end. Right. Yeah. But even then, she wasn't an abuse victim. Why would she have been on his list? You know, which also throws his, that, his, the, that whole he really cared for those children. So. It didn't care for, throw it in question. It made it more poignant. Mm-hmm. It, it really pointed that out. He cared for them. So, I have a counterpoint. Okay. So my counterpoint uh ties a couple scenes together okay one of the scenes is when the hospital director is attempting to call 911 and just gets nails on the phone um when he asks has she been bad Mm. the second counterpoint is would nails given what we know about him despite being very little Mm -hmm. consider that uh since When Nails talked to Dana via the synthesis thing, Mm -hmm. he mentioned that Steve was banging Ashley. Right. Would he consider that enough? Maybe. Maybe consider that a form of abuse, I suppose. But why would he have been attracted to her as a kid if he was more concerned about the abuse victims as children? They say she was in for meningitis, but was she really in for more than that? Well, he... (sighs) Here's the thing about that. <laughs> the five kids that he murdered were abuse victims. Mm. He tended to more. True. Example, Dana. Yeah. 
So he doted on abuse victims, Mm -hmm. but he knew more than abuse victims. Yeah, okay. Maybe he collected nails from all the kids that he tended to. Could be. But only those five ended up murdered. Right. And and that was some kind of odd, believed to be some kind of odd saving them from the abuse. They were still innocent at that point. Mm -hmm. They specifically say that. They were still innocent. He saved them from whatever they were doing. Yeah. And and also it could boil down to the incredible chance that it would be that someone that was there when they were a kid mm-hmm. came back to the same hospital and happened to get put in his room. And also didn't know. Right. And, yeah, didn't know. Well, meningitis is a brain infection, so there's probably a lot of things she wouldn't remember from that period. Yeah. So... It may just be something as simple as, you know, I've been hanging around here for a couple decades. Oh, shit. I remember this girl. I'm bored. I haven't gotten to play it in a while. I'm going to go after her. I look like something Clive Barker wrote. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But they don't they don't expressly tell us. Yeah. So that's that's the issue that lies here. Yeah. the, the, The biggest issue that I'm seeing with this movie is the fact that a lot of things are intentionally very vague yeah like to the point where they're almost not intelligible like like, like you I don't really necessarily call that a, a problem though because mm-hmm. for I me do. it isn't for you it isn't for me yeah we've got the main story and that's straightforward mm-hmm. yes woman trapped in hospital bed with ghosts but when you're trying to give the story flesh when you're mm-hmm. trying to um give it nails give it nails yeah give it teeth you know um when you're trying, okay. When you're trying to do that sort of thing, mm-hmm. you have to be a little more straightforward than it was here. You know, I don't mind a little mystery. That's mm-hmm. fine. You made a mystery out of everything. You just brought in Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, and said, "Okay, you're going to get really stoned first, and <laughs> then you're going to try to solve the mystery." Uh, it didn't quite work on that level for me. Uh, again. Fairly well, well done movie. If you don't pay attention to the background stuff that there's that they're trying to flesh out the story story with, it's it's fine. Um, but if you want to give me more of a story about the villain, give me a story about the villain. Don't be super vague about it. Don't be, you know, don't try to build up a mystery when you, it has to be solved by the end of the movie anyway. You know, tell me what's going on, or just don't mention it. You know, if you want to be vague, just don't say anything. You know. That makes me wonder. But if you're giving me nine million theories about what's going on with this dude, I'm 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 not interested anymore. You you told me too much. Mm. Okay. Thoughts. Um, you know, I I enjoyed the movie. I I maybe maybe I wasn't as invested because I didn't notice like the the um, trachea tube thing yeah. and um. You know, I didn't I didn't notice a like glaring things that pulled me out of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, could have been glare on my television too because I, where where my lamp is. But mm. um, all in all, it, this is one of those movies that's been on my radar mm-hmm. on Netflix, but I haven't watched yet. Um, when I went to start it, it actually was already started. But like within like five minutes, minutes yeah. And I, I'm like, oh, I, I don't I think I'm I in. Do that. <laughs> well, because you you you're going around and you're trying to pick something, and you you finally pick something. And go, no, this isn't yeah, right yeah. right now. Absolutely. And you take it off. <laughs> um, so, 
uh, I appreciated, um, I, I wanted to know more about males in the, as a whole. Oh, I did too. You know, I, just I think. didn't actually find anything out. Yeah. I feel like, um, maybe it was to keep the cast tight or mm. maybe it was to keep the time on the movie tight. I don't know. But, um, if I could have asked anything out of this film, I would want more nails. Yeah, definitely. Not see, necessarily, you know, needing to see more of him, but just like having him be more present yeah. and getting a little plot more wise. of his plot wise and getting more of his story. Right. See, see what you, you kind of brought this up. You wanted more nails. You yes. wanted to know more about nails. My problem with this movie kind of clarifying this a little bit is remember when we talked about uh, the remake of Nightmare, mm-hmm. where we said, is he a child monster? Isn't he a child monster? No, mm-hmm. he's a child monster. No, he really isn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. That sort of thing. That's what took me out of this movie. That, it's, it's, it's that exact thing. Don't, don't fuck with a story like that. You, you can give me one twist, and then I'm mm-hmm. done. So for me, I, I come at it from a very different direction. First, um, just to piggyback on something that you said, Stephanie, which I 100% agree with. I think that the amount that Nails was actively on screen was was good, um, at least him in his ghost form. Yeah. Had they gone into flashbacks when he was alive and he had more screen time that way, mm-hmm. I think would have been okay. But I, I, I was worried the first time I watched this that this was going to fall into the trap that Mama did, as much as I love that movie. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. I do. Yeah. yeah. Um, just too much monster screen time made mm-hmm. it not jarring anymore. Yeah. yeah. Um, Especially towards the end, where it was all like, yeah. you know, now we must confront the monster. Yeah. Um, but when when they were talking about Nails, um, the way that I think they presented it, and the reason I think it's different from the remake of, of Nightmare on Elm Street, mm-hmm. where despite things going back and forth, everything was very concrete. It's like, here's evidence that he, he was a child molester. No, here's evidence that he wasn't. Everyone mm-hmm. was wrong and an idiot. No, here's evidence that he was. It was in secret right. in like a weird lockbox. And this, it was, everybody thinks that he killed these kids. Mm-hmm. Here are theories as to why not. Who knows? Right. So to me, those are very different things. I can see how they could be construed as not. Yeah. Um, but to me, it, it opens up the possibility to like, oh, what if this guy was innocent? What if he... Uh, I get that, but there was too much of that what if. There was too much of it. For me, for the way that I want a good ghost story to run, I want a little bit of backstory for things to make sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so Nails being in the hospital, that is thoroughly uh, oh, That's explained. totally fine. And, right, right, that's right. totally fine. Right. Yeah. Um, and, and for me, for the most part, that is enough. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have set the stage. You have given this world that you have made it in the movie. You have given it a set of a kind of rules, mm-hmm. and the rest of the movie plays along. Like right. regardless of theories or necessarily why. Like mm-hmm. here it is, and then it just goes. Right. Mm-hmm. So I was okay with the here it is. Right. I was absolutely okay with the here it is. It's the but here's why when you added nine million reasons why. Right. That's where it lost me. I, I like the ambiguity. I, I think it's interesting because it allows us to have 
conversations like we yeah. just did. Where a little it's like, ambiguity well, is fine. Here's here's like three scenes that don't disprove that point. It's like, oh, well, here's two scenes that disprove one of those scenes. Right. Like, I like that. And that's fine, again, to a degree. Mm-hmm. To a degree, it's, it's absolutely fine. Give me some ambiguity. Mm-hmm. Give me a little bit of a twist. Give me some some uh, some false hope or mm-hmm. some some f- some fake ideas about something that may or may not have happened mm-hmm. a little bit of that is fine mm-hmm. give me some mystery great when you try to pile mystery on mystery on mystery on mystery the way this movie did mm-hmm. i can't anymore i'm like you i can't find my way back to point one right so that that's that's what killed it for me so are we ready for ratings sure i think so okay good a good time on this episode <laughs> as, as opposed to last week <laughs> i know episodes have been a little longer kids i'm hoping you're enjoying that i'm trying to cut down more uh now that i'm getting used to the editing process so i am trying to cut down on time so please forgive me if i'm leaving things a little longer for you um and leaving in a whole lot of extra stuff that maybe doesn't need to be there i just think it's funny and i'm lazy anyway um so ratings like i said this movie is fine for what it is. Turn it on. You do have to pay attention to it. Yes. You do. Because of all the little nitpicky ambiguity things that I just complained about. Um, special effects wise, fine. There's a few things that, that really took me out of it. The the scene with where she's thrashing around on the bed trying to keep him from sedating her. Mm-hmm. Uh, where the trach tube separates from her neck. Um, you know, and slides to the side. It's no longer in her trachea. Um, she did fine as an actress. Um, maybe didn't need to thrash around that much and move around that tube. Um, he was, uh, all the main characters were fine. There was nothing over the top great. Mm-hmm. I didn't think. I thought it was, you know, perfectly middle of the road in terms of acting, perfectly middle of the road in terms of effects, perfectly middle of the road in terms of plot. However, when we get into the, the, the fine points of the plot, that's where it loses me. Uh, I mean, besides the fact that you, you had this one major effects blunder that took me completely out of it, and I had a hard time getting back in, you've got, like we've already mentioned, the nine billion little plot points mm-hmm. that I can no longer keep track of at, at, at this late stage of the film. Mm-hmm. So all of that being said, it's a perfectly fine movie. I did not care for it. Um, I will probably not watch it again. I would give it one and a half out of uh, five uh, mismatched trach tubes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, I felt very middle of the road on this movie, um, except for the concept and the plot. I really enjoyed um the originality there yeah, the idea of the film is great the idea is so unique and uh you know the setting is great uh, you know like at, like i said a little confusing they look so old and there's a strange wallpaper closet yeah but um mm-hmm. you know it, that's the, the the closet was from the changeling and it's just it could have been the water still closet. don't care Still don't care. It didn't match anything there. It looked like a hobbit hole built into this wall. (laughs) 
That being said, though, if, um, if Gandalf's going to come and offer me a ring and say you're a burglar now, I'm going with him. Well, yes, so of anyways. course. <laughs> um, Nobody would fault you for that. No, but no. you know, I feel like even Frodo Baggins would not have let his wallpaper look that bad. No. no. So, um, all in all, I I would probably tell people to watch this, give it a shot on a you know a rainy Saturday afternoon, perhaps when mm-hmm. you have nothing better to do, but mm-hmm. watch some horror movies, um, which is quite often for me. Oh yeah. Totally. Um, yep. So, <laughs> uh, I would give this movie. I would give this movie a. Three out of five long fingernails that nails didn't clip, so they got all curly and yellow and, <laughs> um, you know, turned into corkscrews. Nah, three out of five Guinness Book of World Records nails. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> so, unsurprisingly, um, I really, really enjoyed this movie. It isn't perfect. There are things that we can absolutely criticize. It definitely, as we've talked about, given the fact that we have exactly opposite opinions, Mm -hmm. um, it definitely isn't for everybody. Um, It is a very... It's not formulaic enough to be called formulaic, but it's not so far away that it completely breaks the mold and makes something absolutely new. Um, a lot of the ideas and the plot points, definitely original. But yeah. this is a haunting in a hospital. It's been done in Joey. Oh, times. totally. Um, I, I really like the nails character. I, I frankly like, as we've talked about and elaborated at length, um, the doubt. I like the plot points. I like that even the day after watching it for the second time. I'm able to point out specific lines and specific scenes and be like, this is why I think this here's a direct quote. Right. Um, I, I like that doubt. I like the shadow that it casts on it. I like the movie being relatively ambiguous. I think it gives, um, depending on how it's done, it could put some of the onus on the viewer, Mm -hmm. um, to make something, better or worse to make something scarier or and I less think that scary. may have been something they were going for. I, I think so too. And for me, it ended up working out really well um, because that is the kind of thing that I look for. That is the kind of thing that I want. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I'm giving this four out of five ghost closets. <laughs> <laughs> that damn brocade. Fuck. <laughs> oh, that wallpaper was ugly. I like a brocade, but fuck me. Um, damn, we didn't even come up with a good title this episode. Wow. I'm sure we can make a joke about salt from earlier. Oh, probably. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I love for that sure. Licorice, but ooh, small so much salt. It's saltier than we are. I know. Oh, <laughs> like, I thought my salt on watermelon was bad. My mom put salt That's on a really all of it. I tried it. It's not bad. I don't like thing. watermelon. I uh, see. I love watermelon. And my mom put salt on all of her melons. Cantaloupe, watermelon, those her are like sugar, the main two that she does. Salt. It's, oh. to, it's to accent the sweet. Okay. Yeah, it's supposed it's to make to it pop. It's to cut the sweet a little bit and make that sweet pop. Yeah. It's, it's like putting salt in caramel. Her Same grandma thing. used to say it was an Italian thing. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 
I, I have put salt on a lot of things that probably should not have salt. And generally with sweet things, sweet and salty go well together. Um, but uh, I, I've tried salt on watermelon. It's not bad. I haven't tried salt on like cantaloupe. Um, I've tried salt on grapefruit, though. It's not bad. Mm. It, it kind of cuts down that sour just a little bit. As much as I love grapefruit, I try not to eat it because it just keeps neutralizing medications. Yeah, I do <laughs> not neutralize my medication. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, need those. Yeah, I'd like for my brain meds to work. Thanks. I have a hard enough time as it is. Mm. Anyway, if you'd like to contact us, get a hold of us, you know, email us, lay eggs in our brain, rake us with your claws. Email us at bob at candycoatedracer.com. You can catch He us promises on- he'll check it. Right, I do. <laughs> I will actually. Um, I should just give you the password. <laughs> you can just set up so where you get a notification on your phone. I could do that too. Anyway, uh, catch us on the website at candycodedrazor.com. I will also be, be trying to update that more often. Uh, you can catch us on Facebook at facebook.com slash candycodedrazorblade. You can catch out our Patreon. Catch out. Patreon.com slash CandyCodedRazor and find us on Instagram at CCRB underscore podcast. Leave our fucking Twitter alone. It's so impressive. <laughs> I'm RC. You can find me in our Discord. Come chat with me about weird haunting movies that you like. Come talk to me about weird found footage movies that you think that I haven't seen, which might not be true, but surprise me. We'll see what happens. <laughs> And I'm Stephanie. Uh, you can find me pretty much um, under any iteration of Stephanie Hayslip, Steph Hayslip, um, or Night Pet with a Y instead of an I. And you can also read my articles on fangirlnation.com. <laughs> hey. Gross. Gurgle noise. Gurgle noise. What the fuck was that? Anyway, kids, bye. 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 Oh my god, that ended up.